Is your religion bringing you peace or anxiety? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with evangelists Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Later in the show, you'll hear from Muhammad Faridi, who was on our previous show, who was a jihadist who found he had a lot of anxiety stemming from his view of his Islamic religion. You know, I think anyone can have anxiety wondering if God loves them, if I'm going the right direction, have I blown it too much? And if you're in a specific religion where you have to work your way to God and be perfect or do certain things, you can always feel like you're never good enough. You're never Mm -hmm. doing it right. And it can bring anxiety. Well, anxiety can also stem from, you know, where am I going to go when I die? Mm -hmm. Is God going to accept me? You know, am I going to go to heaven or am I going to go to hell? And that, even just that thought and that reality can begin to bring up a lot of anxiety as well. But what does the Bible say? Well, Jesus said it very clearly in John 14, 27. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I love that because Jesus is saying, you know, that what he's bringing to the world is not designed to bring anxiety. Yeah. And I love that because so many people, their religion actually brings up anxiety. Mm. And Jesus is saying, I want to bring a relationship with me where I'm going to just bring up my straight up peace to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's how it should be. When we know Christ, you will be filled with his peace and his life where it's just given to you. Mm -hmm. And it's not for some type of price tag. Right. It's where you're going to have true peace. You know, I struggled with anxiety for most of my life. And when I called out to Jesus and I knew he was there for me, that anxiety left. And it was peace which surpasses all understanding, like the Bible says. The Bible also says that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, so He owns peace. If you're struggling with anxiety or depression, call out to Him, and He has the power to bring you peace that you need in your life. We're going to hear from Muhammad after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Mohammed Faridi, and he was a devout Muslim ready to die for his faith in order to get into paradise. And he was sharing with us how he was a jihadi. And during that time, he was very depressed and suicidal, but he didn't want to go to hell. And we're going to find out what happened. Thank you so much, Mohammed, for being with us. Thanks for having me. Yes. So I understand that you really did a lot in order to earn the respect of people, earn the respect of Allah, which was your God at that time, that you really hated Christians and Jewish people and anyone other than the Muslim people. And you were trained and ready to die for your faith. You even went into tombs and slept overnight in dark tombs just to be ready for that time. And when that didn't happen, it brought your depression even further down because you were not sure if you were going to go to heaven or hell. And something happened in your spirit where you said, I need to call my friend. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, I had this old friend of mine that we grew up since age six, and his mom and my dad were colleagues. So we knew each other. They were from a very devout Muslim family also. 
Mm-hmm. And one day I called him and I said, can I meet with you? I was away from home for about two years, busy with the army and other stuff. And I didn't know what is he doing with his life. So I called him up and he came out on a motorcycle. And after about a few minutes, when I looked at his face, he looked really different. And he was very calm, mm-hmm. very, very peaceful. It was like light was shining out of his face. And I was wondering what has happened to him. And he tried to not tell it in the beginning, but I wanted to know what is the cause of change. Because I was really intense as usual. And he was very, very peaceful, very calm, very mellow. Mm. And I thought to myself, he probably has used some sort of drugs (laughs) and uh, some sort of a drug or something is going on. And what is the formula for this peace? And when I asked him, he said he became a Christian. Wow. And I mean, I was like shocked. I mean, shocked to the second power. (laughs) What can you become a Christian is something that you become. Mm. Because Muslims, Islamic doctrine clearly says that Allah has predestined, preordained everything for Muslims. Mm. If you're born in the Middle East, you're a Muslim and there is no way out. Uh And we Muslims are fatalists. Meaning that everything is a fate. There is no way out of it. And Mm. I was thinking to myself, so this guy has beat Allah. He's more powerful than Allah. Wow. I was really shocked because how could you become something else? I mean, there is no way. I am like, you became a Christian? First of all, how? Second of all, why? Because we got the best religion. We got al-insan al-kamil, meaning the perfect man, the seal of the prophet. So according to Islam, Jesus was a forerunner or somebody that came before Muhammad to point to Muhammad. Mm. And then you went and downgraded your religion. It just didn't make any sense. Wow. Wow. And of course, the Bible is corrupt and altered and the Christians are eating pork and they're immoral people. There was a thousand things going in my mind that what in the world has happened to this guy? But he was calm with that peace that he had. He was just explaining the goodness of God to me and how when they converted from Islam to Christianity, God has changed their lives. Miracles Mm. after miracles, prayers after prayers that was answered. And I argued tooth and nail with him. I throw all I got at him. I mean, all the doctrine, all I knew about Islam. How about this doctrine? How about this imam? How about that? But he didn't blink. And he just talked to me about the goodness of God and the things that has happened in their lives since their conversion to Christianity and what Jesus has done. One thing I noticed after two hours of arguing and conversing (laughs) with him, that the God that he's talking about, it seems like he knows the guy. Mm. The God I am talking about, I have no idea who he is. I am just echoing what I heard in the mosque. I'm echoing what my parents told me. My argument, my counters, my counter argument was so weak. Mm. I had nothing to defend, but I was zealous. Mm. And at the end of the conversation, after he was like worn out and tired of listening to my bad arguments, he said, look, you ask the cause of change. You ask me what happened that I have peace. And I'm telling you, the God of Christianity has sent his son. He was beaten, bruised. He was cut. He was humiliated. He was sacrificed. His precious life was given for you and for your sin. When he finished that sentence, that if you believe on him, 
you will have eternal life. When he finished that sentence, all the lies of Islam were exposed in front of me in a blink of an eye because everything as a Muslim I was trying to do, I was beating myself. I was humiliating myself. I was trying to shame myself. I was trying to cut myself and shed my own blood and become sacrifice. All mm. as a Muslim, I was trying to do and wasn't helping. It is done in the person of Jesus Christ. And if you believe on him, you will have eternal life. That was mm. the best, most refreshing thing I have ever heard in my life. Wow. And you felt the peace. Did you immediately say, okay, I want to do this? Or were you still skeptical? I was overpowered by the word of God. It pierced my heart, went over my intellectual, went over my reasoning. And out of desperation, I said, what do I need to do? Mm. And he told me, you just need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you will be addressed with him. Wow. And you said a prayer that day, and you called out to Jesus. Did you feel peace after you made Jesus your Savior in that moment? So as I was on my knees and asking Jesus to become my Lord and forgive my sins and take away all that depression and shame and hopelessness, as I prayed that prayer and I opened my eyes, the world got a new dimension in it. Mm. The things that was black and dark and gray, the things that were ugly around me, the things that always bothered me, and I hated everything about myself and the world and the things that I was around, all of that was healed, was gone, and turned to light and hope. Something within me that always bothered me. It was a brawling sense. It was something like a cancer eating me, a void that was eating me up from within. It was yanked out of me that moment. And for the first time in my life, I felt peace Wow! for the first time in my life. You know, there are people who need peace right now. And this is not the end of your story because as you unraveled the Bible, you actually had a personal encounter when you went to church with Jesus and you heard his voice. And we're going to talk about that on the next show and talk about how your life was changed But we want to pray for those who need peace. And I know for myself, the only way I ever got that same peace was through Jesus Christ. No drug, no thing, no counseling ever did that, but it was only Jesus. So we're going to pray for those who are listening right now for that peace. I think this is a great story to realize sometimes we can take certain things for granted. Mm -hmm. And I think I know what he's talking about, because when I went to a Muslim nation before, I remember what he was talking about, the intenseness that people had, almost like stress. And we don't realize how much peace that this Jesus offers and how amazing how our friend Muhammad found peace Mm -hmm. in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Jesus, I know that there's someone listening right now, and you're speaking to someone very specifically, Mm -hmm. even now who's been seeking their whole life, mm-hmm. seeking for the peace, the centeredness yes. to know where they're going when they die. Mm-hmm. Jesus, we thank you that though it is an impossible thing to get into heaven, you made it possible because you ran that race, you finished the race, you got 100%, and then you gave away that prize to us and to all those who receive and believe in your name. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, we take a moment to just receive that peace, mm-hmm. receive you, Lord Jesus, into our yes. lives and believe in you, just like Muhammad did. Yes. That we can have the peace and assurance of where we'll be and where we're going 
In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Jesus died for you. He loves you. Call out to him. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.